The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You have faith in God. Have faith also in me. In my Father's house, there are many dwelling places. If there were not, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back again and take you to myself, so that where I am, you also may be. Where I am going, you know the way. Thomas said to him, Master, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, and the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. We are called to fight the good fight. And, as we know, life on earth, it's a battle. It's a battle for heaven. It's a battle for holiness. And Paul, he fought hard in his life. He fought for justice, and he fought for his family. Now, we have the greatest gift that we can offer to him, now that he's fought, is to be able to pray that he can have the rest That we don't fight for fighting's sake, we fight to be able to rest, to have peace. And that's where we pray for, for Paul today. For our grandfather, for our our father, for our friend. And that's the the wonderful gift that we can offer him. And it really struck me how how in Paul's life he moved from, from many different places. And had many different places to rest. But he's made for a true home, the eternal home that God had been thinking of from the first moment that he existed, and he had been preparing for him for eternity. And so when I think about all the challenges that every day has, all those crosses, those difficulties, that if we carry those, all those difficulties of life, then those little crosses that would that we carry ends up being the wood that builds up that heavenly home and eternity. That home that we are made for, but it's not totally ready. It's a work in progress. Just like our lives aren't done from the moment we are conceived, it's, it's a whole day by day, a process. And so we're building up that wonderful eternal mansion. And there's many times that we avoid crosses. We avoid the difficulties, the tough things in life. We try to to work around it, to find the easiest way, the smoothest path of least resistance. But the reality is that our life here on earth, it's not to kick back, it's not to relax as much as possible. We're called to, to be fighters, not only physically, but also spiritually. And the physical is rough and tough and bloody and difficult as it, as it can be, is only a small reflection of the the eternal, the spiritual battle that we all have for our hearts and for our lives. 
And that's the way of the Christian, is to be able to, to not run away, to be able to be ready to defend the weak, and to be able to fight for those that need our, our efforts. And our life is, as Christians is, is full of that sacrificial love where we give ourselves for others, for our children, for our friends. And that's what we give for God and for others. And that's what has value. That's that love that has value. And that's what we get to unite on the altar when we get to have this Eucharist, have the most powerful prayer and the Mass to be able to unite that to, to Christ. And there's one of my favorite phrases in the, the, the book, Imitation of Christ, by Thomas Akimpis. He said that when we try to avoid a cross, inevitably a bigger one comes. So if we try to, try to get rid of one battle, there becomes a bigger, a bigger issue later. And it's because each one of us have a perfectly tailored cross, and that was in Paul's life as well. And I know that if I went through a war through a communist prison camp and moving my family to a faraway country that I didn't know the language, that that would be, that would be too much, too much for me. It'd be, I would, I probably, I wouldn't be able to, to make it, make it long at all. And you see that each one has their own cross, their own story of sanctity. And we get to learn from those of others and help others. And also to know that that's our way to be loved and to love by offering those sacrifices, those things in our lives that have value, that have meaning. Because all the other little things in life, they, you know, they, they're nice, but they don't really have spiritual weight. And so today we mourn the loss of a, a great gift of life, of a, a real fighter and a, a family man. I love that in, in the story that, that um, we wrote about, about Paul. And we also, we ask for pardon for for any ways that he wasn't ready to meet God and to pray for mercy because we all need forgiveness. As we forgive each other, we also need God's forgiveness. So we pray for that. And that's a great a great petition and a great gift to ask for as well, to know that it's not just us us and God, it's it's all of us trying to get our hearts right with God and to be able to enjoy that rest that after a hard fought fight that we're made for. That that total repose that we're, we're not made, but not made a repose to end. It's a repose to, to enjoy, to be able to have for forever. And so we unite our prayers. We unite tears. We unite a lot of memories that, that each of you have. And to be able to pray that Paul and that each of us hear those beautiful words that Jesus told us, it always strikes my heart, those words that say, well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will set you over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. For Paul Hohen, who is baptism, was given the pledge of eternal life, that he may not be admitted to the company of the Son. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our brother who ate the body of Christ, the bread of life, that he may be rise up on the last day, we pray to the Lord. For our diseases, relatives, and friends, then for all who have slept 
earth, that they may have the reward of, the, of their goodness. We pray to the Lord. Lord For those who have fallen asleep in the hope of rising again, that they may see God face to face, we pray to the Lord. For the family and friends of our brothers, Paul Hoyne, that they may be consoled in their grief by the Lord, who went at the death of his friend Lazarus, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all of us assembled here to worship in faith, that we may be gathered together again in God's kingdom, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. God, our shelter and our strength, you listen and love to the cry of your people. Hear the prayers we offer for our departed brothers and sisters. Cleanse them of their sins and grant them the fullness of redemption. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. ตัวตําสังเนาะเมยอืมมึงได้ชูหนับตําติ๊ดนั้นเมยระยะซะจอแฮมกละพี่ มาตะรกยปมินตะยอบกะณะสังเนาะยรุณะสังเนาะกะณะบันสังมากะมึงจะได้ตุ๊บเนื้อทานแน่ ไลเนี่ยบ่มาไปมึงหนะก็ตูรอสิ่นแดดมึงโนจอนหังเกรหังปล่อยยับจะเจาะแจะเนี่ยปะแหน่เนี่ยหมอไปจะเจาะเนี
On January 10th, last Sunday, we lost a great loss. A father, a grandfather, a great-grandfather, you know, a husband, a friend, an uncle, and my dad was an amazing man. When I grow up, all I wanted to be, just be like my dad. He's a strong man, he's smart, he's a great leader. He's one of the leaders that you want to be, that he want to help people in any way he wants. He wants to volunteer, he wants to take care of the community and his fellowship. As you can see through his story, he's very determined that, you know, at a young age, he walked three days just to get to school, to get an education. That type of role model, he wants nothing else for his children but stay in school and get that better life. And he did. He stayed in school for a whole time through the French Americans and had given him a great person and great leader who he is. He's a great husband to my mom. They've been married for so early. Perhaps he must be 16. I don't know. You do the math. But they've been together over 71 years, blessed with 12 children and over 50 grandkids and great-grandchildren. He's surrounded by loved ones and family and community that always look up to him as a great man, as a great leader. We'll never forget how amazing my father. He, he wants us to live on his legacy, to continue to be great leader, to look after people or community, do what we can, and take care of each other and love each other, and live simple but happy. And that's all he wants. He just wants everything simple and enjoy life. And at, towards the end, he wants us to recognize and he wants to thank you for the American people, for the military, for the people give him the opportunity to be here and so we can have a better life. He wants to thank you, the American people and the military and the American government. And that's his last week with, for us being here. And thank you for all your support and love our family. Thank you. Let us pray. Before we go our separate ways, let us take leave of our brother. May our farewell express our affection for him. May it ease our sadness and strengthen our hope. One day we shall joyfully greet him again when the love of Christ, which conquers all things, destroys even death itself.